Welcome to the Creators Corner, the number one place to get creative, get strategic, and to get results. I'm your host, content creator, Jade Beeson, and I am coming at you today with a very controversial podcast episode. I'm not going to lie to you guys, I wrestled with the idea of whether or not I should be creating this episode or not. I was really unsure. I almost backed out. But then I just decided, no, this is something that I constantly want to talk about, but I never do because I don't think the platforms that I currently have in regards to my YouTube, my TikTok, my Instagram, Pinterest, I don't think those platforms are the right place for me to have this conversation because it's fairly nuanced. It requires a lot of explanation. I need to dive deep into it. And majority of those platforms are short form. YouTube is long form, but it's still not the right platform for me to kind of sit and dive deep into something like this. It kind of needs more of your attention and it can't have the same structure that what a YouTube video would normally have. So podcast really is the only slash the best place for me to do this. So here I am. Here I am. I'm just going to talk about it. So what I'm going to be talking about today is the problem with my industry. And when I say industry, I'm specifically talking about creator or influencer coaches specifically, right? A lot of the things I'm talking about will be relevant to other forms of coaches, like business coaches, marketing coaches. I mean, it's all very similar to be honest, but I'm just want to focus on my very specific niche industry, right? I'm going to try my best not to go on a rant. (laughs) I just want to have like a general discussion about it because I do think this is an important conversation to have because I'm hoping by listening to this, if you are someone who, for example, is ever considering investing in a coach or a program, I'm hoping this conversation will allow you to make a really great decision with who you decide to hire. Because unfortunately, there are a few bad apples out there. There are some bad apples. Um, And this is why this is so controversial and a bit awkward for me to talk about because I'm not someone who um, likes to speak negatively about others through my content. It's just not really my vibe. And I will not be focusing on anyone in particular throughout this episode at all. I'm gonna be talking about the industry as a whole, but that's why it makes me feel ever so slightly uncomfortable, but I'm just gonna go with it anyway, because as I said, I do think this conversation needs to be had. So when I became a creator coach, I was super naive to the coaching industry. I have a lot of experience in marketing, content creation, but I had never been a coach prior to this. So I did not know about the pitfalls and some of the scammy behavior which happens within my industry. I had no idea. When I first joined this industry, I was super naive in the sense that I just thought, oh my God, what a flawless industry. Like in my mind, I was like, this is incredible. This is literally an industry full of super knowledgeable, experienced people sharing their knowledge, sharing their experience, giving other people shortcuts to achieving their goals. Like how could you possibly fault this? You know, it was, and I still, you know, very much believe that it is a great industry for the most part. But in my mind, I was like, oh my God, this is like an incredible, incredible industry, right? So- I was not aware of the fact that, of course, as with every industry, there are some people who are using the industry to scam people or just to not be as authentic and legitimate as they should be. And that there are some coaches who maybe don't have the credentials or the proof, so like the testimonials or the experience or maybe even the knowledge potentially to truly help those who 
are paying for their help. And I've also noticed, and there's one particular video that I've seen, which really sparked my determination to record this episode, that also there are coaches who are using shady kind of marketing tactics to sell their products or their offers, which aren't going to help people actually achieve the things that they want to achieve. So let me tell you a bit about this video that I saw, which sparked this podcast episode. It was by a lovely TikTok lady. I'm not going to say her actual creator name because I don't think that's fair. Um, But she created a TikTok where she was just super like exasperated and like quite emotional and quite heated and very like upset. And her TikTok was basically her ranting about creator coaches essentially and like influencer coaches. And she was saying that, well, she's saying a few things actually. (laughs) So first of all, she was saying that, you know, she's so sick and tired of seeing these people on TikTok talk about how much money they earn in a month and say that they earn $20,000 or $50,000 and that basically it was all a lie and they're not earning that much that much money, right? She also went on to make the point that a lot of the time those people who are claiming that they're making so much money, if they are making money, it's from the services that they're selling to help others make money rather than from the actual monetization methods that they claim to be able to teach. So let me break that down for you. So let's take myself for example, right? Because the easiest way to not offend someone is for me to just use myself as an example. So one of the things that I teach people is how to work with brands, right? How to land brand partnerships, negotiate, how to turn them into long-term relationships, all of that stuff. So what she's referring to is creators similar to me who will teach people how to work with brands, but who do not work with brands themselves. So it would be the equivalent of me jumping on TikTok and saying, hey guys, I made 20,000 pounds this month. You can too if you enroll in my course where I teach you how to work with brands. When in actuality, the 20,000 pounds that I made was from the course and not from working with brands. Do you see what I mean? So it's not to say that, you know, that person has to always make the money from brands, but if you're teaching people how to work with brands, you need to have been able to consistently work with brands, right? I can teach people how to work with brands because I'm, I've made over 70,000 pounds in brand partnerships alone this year, right? So I am well in my zone of genius to teach someone how to work with brands. I've even was working with brands before I had this account and I had a different niche and it was travel-based and I was working with brands. Also, I used to work in marketing and hire creators for brands. I also had my own business where I was hiring creators to promote my brand. There, I have experience, like I can teach this stuff and there are other coaches out there who can teach this stuff, right? Because they have the experience to be able to teach it. What she's referring to though, are the coaches who do not have experience in this area. Maybe they've only worked with one or two brands before, yet they're creating courses and programs, teaching other people how to work with brands when they don't even have the experience working with brands themselves, right? And that's just one example. It, It could be different elements. It doesn't just have to be you know, in the realm of working with brands, but that's just one example. You're like, you're, the coaches need to be able to walk the walk, right? Not just talk the talk. And I completely understand why that bothers her so much. And it bothers me too, in all honesty. Another thing that she said was that, and this bit really, really, really got me, right? She says that brands do not pay creators. So this is the biggest part of what she's saying. She is, says that she's sick of people pretending that brands are paying them and that brands do not pay creators. She goes on to say 
that if anyone who's worked with brands before, they'll know that when you work with a brand, the most they'll give you is like a discount off something, maybe something for free, and they'll give you like a commission or an affiliate code, right? So she doesn't use that exact wording, but that's what she's basically saying. She's saying anyone who's worked with brands before knows that they never pay you. They just give you a freebie or a discount and that anyone who's saying they earn all this money from brand partnerships are lying. I just wanted to pause for a minute. That bit really bummed me out. It really stuck with me that because I was like, do you know what it was? When she said that, I was so shocked by it because I thought, oh my God, does she actually believe that brands don't pay creators? And then I thought, oh my God, who hurt you? Do you know what I mean? Like who have you worked with who have treated you so badly that you now believe that no brands will pay you? Like it was just really upsetting to hear. And then what made it even more upsetting was I looked at the comments as always, I always look at the comments on everything, especially if the video is about my industry, because that is such a great way for me to stay in tune with like what my audience are thinking and what they're having trouble with. And TikTok is a goldmine for that. So I looked at the comments and there were hundreds, if not thousands of comments from people agreeing and saying that, you know, they also know that brands don't pay people. So it wasn't just an isolated opinion. It wasn't like, okay, there's only, there's a couple people out there who don't believe that brands pay them. That's fine. We can work with that. We can, we can help them. It's fine, right? It wasn't just that. It was the fact that there are thousands of people who genuinely believe that brands do not pay creators or influencers. And that also believe that if someone says that a brand has paid them, they are lying. Now, I think it goes without saying that that is not true. <laughs> That's not true. What is true is that there are so many brands out there, sometimes scammy, sometimes just taking the piss, who will not want to pay you. Oh my God, there are so many out there, right? There are ones who will um, try and do an affiliate program instead, which is totally common, by the way. That's not a scam, like affiliate programs where a brand is offering you a specific link to promote their products and you can earn commission of any sales that you make. That is that is actually a very common and useful marketing model for a lot of businesses. It's not a scam, but it's also not the most lucrative thing in the world a lot of the time. There are other businesses though, who will like DM you or leave comments and be like, hey, we wanna work together. And then say they'll give you something for free, but charge you like $20 for delivery. That's not legit. They're basically charging you the price of the product. So don't engage in those. Those are a bit, they're probably more on the side of scammy than anything else. And then there are other brands who just do not want to pay you money. And sometimes that's because they're spoiled and they get a lot of content for free from influencers. You know, I'm thinking of the fast fashion brands. Other times it's because they don't have the money. And that is a legitimate thing. Coming from me who used to own two boutiques and when I owned those boutiques, when I first started out, I did a lot of gifting work with creators. And then when I got the money and I started to make money, I started to pay them. But in the beginning, I just didn't have the money. I had no money, right? So I only worked with creators who were willing to work on a gifted basis. It was never compulsory for those creators to promote my products in any way, shape or form. I didn't have any form of rights to their content. It was more of a, here's a gift if you like it and you wanna post or, you know, if the bag happens to get in your future content, can you just tag me? Otherwise, no pressure. And that's how gifted partnerships should work, right? So I totally understand why she's gotten to the place where she feels like, brands just do not pay creators because it sounds like this creator in particular has only encountered one of those three types of brands, which is such a shame. What I will say is a lot of the time 
we need to roll up our sleeves and pitch to brands in order to get them to pay us some money. That is a lot of, that is the harsh truth. A lot of the time we can't wait for the brands who come to us, especially when we're smaller, because most of the time when we're smaller, the brands who we attract are ones with either low budget or no budget, because they think that we're more likely to work with them for free or for affiliate commissions. Because generally speaking, that is true. Smaller creators are more likely to work with brands for free. Whether you agree with that or not, that is a general truth, right? So it's worth bearing that in mind. Another thing that's potentially happened here. So this creator had around 20,000 followers on TikTok, which is super impressive and a very healthy follower rate. What might be happening though, is that she might be falling victim to comparison. We all do it. I do it from time to time. I was actually doing it before I recorded this podcast episode, (laughs) just without even like noticing that I was doing it. I was comparing my video views on YouTube. So silly. I had to catch myself and make myself stop doing it. We all do it. And in this instance, what can often happen and I have a lot of creators who I work with who've come to me and said something similar right so this is where I'm getting this from they'll come to me and say hey I'm really struggling to get brands to pay me x amount even though I know someone who charges more than me and who has the same amount of followers as me so we compare ourselves to someone else and we look for some kind of similarity maybe it's the amount of followers they have maybe it's their niche and then we decide that if we're not getting the exact same amount of money or we're not getting money at all and they are that something's wrong. But what we're not thinking about is all the other variables were coming to play. So for example, if your niches are different, but you have the same follower count, you can demand different amounts of money for partnerships. If the quality of your content is different, you can also demand different amounts of money. Your engagement, if your engagement is different, you could potentially charge different amounts of money. If that person is on a different platform, so if if we're comparing 20,000 on TikTok, which again is no mean feat, I don't, I'm not even at 20,000 on TikTok yet, um, versus 20,000 on Instagram, the Instagrammer could probably charge more money, right? There are so many variables that come into play and this is why it's so unuseful to fall victim to comparison, even though, as I just said, I do it too because we never know all of the variables at play. We never know the full picture. So we end up comparing ourselves to someone else based on incorrect information. So it's just not useful for anyone, right? But yeah, that that one really, really got me when she was like, it's it's all a cap. No one actually earns, cap means lie, by the way. Um, <laughs> no one actually earns money from brand partnerships. My mind was blown. I was like, no, that is, it's not true. You totally can. And she can too. With 20,000 followers, I currently have, 16,000 on TikTok and I have received a multitude of offers for partnerships which were around 100 to 200 pounds put for one TikTok and I have 16,000. Again just a note to say the variables at play here I obviously have a bigger audience elsewhere a brand might be being smart hedging their bets and assuming that I might grow because I've grown on other platforms which would be a very smart strategy from them. So again other variables at play right But the point I'm trying to make here is that you can completely get paid by brands for partnerships. It is completely and utterly possible, okay? Creators, I have something for you. If you create content online as a way for you to grow your influence or to promote a business, then I have the only resource you will ever need. The Creators Club is a membership club I developed to help creators thrive online. The club features masterclasses covering a whole range of topics from YouTube SEO to Instagram Reels and so much more. And these masterclasses are updated on a monthly basis. The club also includes monthly live Q&A sessions with yours truly, in addition to other 
industry experts such as Facebook ads experts or tax advisors. Members of the club also get access to a whole bank of resources such as content calendars. And my favorite part is that all members of the club are part of a private Facebook community where we all hang out and help each other thrive online. If you join the Creators Club now, you'll receive instant access to the whole bank of masterclasses in addition to all of the resources and the ability to watch previous Q&A sessions. So you literally will have so much content for you to binge so that you can immediately make changes to your own online content strategy and level up. So if you're ready to take your content creation to the next level, head to jadebeeson.com forward slash the creators club. Link will be in the description. I can't wait to see you in there. So now that we've covered that main point that she mentioned in, in her video, because that was the point that kind of not bothered me the most, bothers the wrong word, alarmed me the most maybe. That I was like, oh my God, people don't think that they can make money from brand partnerships, which just means that there are so many creators out there who are not charging their worth, which is a shame. But you know, hopefully maybe they'll come across this podcast or any of my other content and maybe that will change. But the other thing that I wanna say, which this TikTok creator addressed is this rise in creator and influencer coaches who are more on the scammy side than the legitimate side. Because again, there are so many legitimate ones, right? I'm a legitimate one for one. Um, but I also know loads of other creator and influencer coaches who are super legitimate. So it's a thing. But there are people who are taking advantage of the fact that this is an unregulated industry to make a quick buck. And I wanna talk about this because I want to ensure that you guys have the information that you need to ensure that you don't end up hiring or investing in one of these people, right? So something worth noting here is that the rise that I'm referring to, I've seen predominantly on, on TikTok. So what I've seen, and I'm sure you'll know what I'm talking about, are accounts which have been created on TikTok about how to grow on TikTok. But these are accounts who are owned by people who have never grown on TikTok for any other niche. They've only ever had that one account. And from the day they opened that account, their content was about how to grow on TikTok. So even when they had 200 followers, their content was about how to grow on TikTok. So even before they had grown on TikTok, they were sharing advice on how to grow on TikTok, right? And then they grow because it's a very popular niche. Talking about how to grow on TikTok on TikTok is a popular niche. They grow, they get momentum, they grow really quick. And the people who join their channel at a later date never know that actually this person has no experience growing a TikTok for a different niche, right? Or the fact that this person has been talking about how to grow on TikTok before they knew how to grow on TikTok. They don't know that information because all they see is an account focused on TikTok growth that has hundreds of thousands of followers, okay? The issue here is that this person may not have the experience required to teach other people how to grow on TikTok because the only time they have managed to grow their TikTok is when they've been speaking about that specific niche. And again, it's a niche that is really, really like designed for growth. It really does help you grow when you talk about that subject. So this isn't to belittle the fact that they have in fact managed to grow a TikTok account because they managed to make it work. So they definitely know, know something. It's just a lookout. It's just something for you to be aware of when you are recruiting or investing in a coach. It's about finding people who have truly walked the walk. So let me give you some examples. I know of an influencer coach who has a huge channel now and she actually grew her channel first in a different niche. I can't actually remember what niche she was in. She was in a different niche. Um, maybe it was fashion or something. She grew her channel and then she switched over to kind of educational 
content, helping other influencers, and then grew her channel from there. That is someone who can walk the walk because they've managed to grow a following using a different niche, right? If the thing that she's teaching is how to grow, then she's demonstrated that she knows how to grow in a niche other than one what's centered on growth. Another example, there's another, um, I think she's like a blogging coach. She started in travel. So she built her following from her travel content and then she pivoted over. Myself, for example, I have another account, which I don't really use so much anymore, but I have another account um, which is focused on travel and um, like food. And I built a small following on that account but what I focus on teaching is about monetizing your influence. And I monetized my influence on that account within three months of me starting it. So I was making money on that account. It was an Instagram account when I had 3000 followers, right? I have done that through a niche, which is different to this one. And that demonstrates that actually I can walk the walk. Another thing, what you might wanna look for, and really a coach doesn't have to have both of these things, but if they do, then great. Um, but it can be either or. So another thing you wanna look for is their credentials. So there are, again, I can think of another brand of kind of influencer coaches. There's, I think it's, I think it's like a company and they aren't necessarily influencers, but they were used to be influencer managers, right? So fair enough, they're not influencers themselves, but if what they're promising to help you with is to find brand partnerships and they used to manage influencers and find brand partnerships for influencers, they have the right credentials to help you do that, right? And there are so many other examples of people who are actually immersed in the industry, right? Who have worked within the industry for years and years, and that's what gives them their credibility. You wanna check their credentials. You wanna make sure that they've walked the walk. And the final thing you need to check for is testimonials. Oh my God, this is so important. And don't let someone tell you, oh, well, I don't have any testimonials yet because this is a new program. Let me tell you why that's not an excuse. If a coach is serious about this business, they would have already started sharing a lot of useful information on their social media channels, right? You have to give away a bit of free value to demonstrate what you can really do. As a result of that content, if that content is good, they will get messages from people saying, hey, tried your tactic, it worked right? They will have those DM messages. So at the very least, they should have some screenshots of messages that they should be able to share, right? Not only that, but if they are a coach who's serious about this business, they need to have tested whatever it is that they're trying to get you to invest in, right? You shouldn't be the case study unless you know you're the case study and therefore you're getting a discount or it's free. You shouldn't be the case study. They should be working with people at a heavily discounted rate or for free. I worked with people for free when I first got started to test their curriculum, to test their processes, to test their framework, to make sure that what they're teaching you works. And as a result of that, they should have gotten some testimonials off the back of it. And if they've gone through that process and taught people for free, coach people for free, and they've not received a good testimonial from someone saying, hey, this works, then there's a big chance that it doesn't work, <laughs> right? So you need testimonials, you gotta have them. But not only that, you wanna make sure these testimonials are legitimate. And the number one sign, in my opinion, of a legitimate testimonial is when they've linked to the author of the testimonial social networking sites. So for example, on my website, my testimonials will have um, the author's Instagram handle, TikTok handle or YouTube channel name, depending on what platform they're on, because I help a wide range of creators. And what this does is it signals its credibility because this is a real person. You can look them up on Instagram and see that this is a real channel, right? And if you really wanted to, you can message this person and say, hey, is this, is this legit? Do you really, all the things that you've just said about 
this program, like, is it true? Do you really believe those things? So you can literally substantiate any testimonial that you'll find, right? So it proves that it was written by a real person as opposed to a generic testimonial. Even if it has a photo, it might just be a stock photo of someone which has a name. And if you wanted to, you can search that name on Instagram. And if you find someone, drop them a note, right? See if they're following the creator coach, drop them a note just to substantiate the claim. However, if you can't find this person, there's a chance that that testimonial was fake. Fake testimonials exist believe it or not, people literally make fake testimonials. So be wary of that. So as with every industry, there are unfortunately some bad apples. And you know, in my industry, the bad apples happen to give like some scam vibes, which I'm obviously not a fan of. But what I wanna say is that this doesn't mean that they're all bad, right? There are creator coaches and influencer coaches out there who are truly experts in their field and can genuinely help you right? And you don't have to invest in them. You never have to invest in anything or anyone who you don't want to. But for anyone who wants that extra help, who wants to fast track their journey, you know, follow the tips and advice that I just gave you when evaluating who you're going to invest in. And if you follow those tips, you should be able to find someone who can truly, truly help you right? I just wanted to record this episode because this is a topic that I think about a lot because I see some of these scammy practices on a regular basis and it bums me out. So I've always wanted to dive a little bit deeper into it and talk about it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Please drop me a DM. And of course, if you are in the market for a creator coach and you're specifically looking for a coach who can help you with the monetization and the income element, I of course can help you. I have a ton of programs which can help you either send me a DM or check out the links in the show notes. But there are also other amazing coaches out there too. So I really hope you found this useful. Please, please, please share this on your stories if you think someone else needs to hear this because I feel like people need to hear this episode. (laughs) Um, And of course, check me out on social media. My name is Jade Beeson. And if you love this episode, please leave me a review. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I will see you in the next episode.